Scrub those bugs out of your ears so you can hear me, host of the most mysterious of all maladies and imaginary monsters. It's Morgulons. And I'm the host of the number one Morgulon show in all of recent history, the only relevant era. Yes, I'm talking about more Morgulons, listeners. Crystal clear. I'm just a middle-aged white lady who got Morgulon's disease in the summer of 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia, along with a couple of my friends here. And I've been infested with these fuckers ever since. My thoughts exactly. So I started making this show, and here it is. Over two years and 240-something episodes later, and I still have no fucking clue what I'm dealing with. And the only thing I've learned for certain after all of this time, research, and experimentation is that nothing kills Morgulons. No. If you have killed these fuckers, great. That's wonderful. So happy for you. I also wonder if you have the same disease that I have because nothing kills these fuckers. Amen. You know how the Pentagon and the U.S. government have recently admitted that, yeah, UFO sightings, not just the domain of crazy rednecks who drank too much Milwaukee's best while they were fishing and thought that they got abducted. No, military pilots in the Navy and the Air Force have also seen the sightings, and there's no explanation even after $22 million worth of secret investigation. During the same years that the CDC Morgulon study was conducted, what else are they covering up? What else right now are they hiding that will someday be exposed? And who will expose it? Because they didn't just come clean about the UFOs for no reason. It was because of the actions of a few individuals who spoke out and who demanded answers. Let's demand some answers. Get in touch with me if you would like to help file a Freedom of Information Act request to the CDC to the now shuttered Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. Write me an email, moremorgalons at gmail.com. Send me a voice message on the Anchor platform that I podcast from like this guy did. He, for one, thinks we can find this information. Millions of documents storm a bowling alley and a former Chinese restaurant where they combine them. So they're in a bowling alley slash Chinese restaurant. The CDC study documents are? No security and a broken front door. Well, hell yeah, maybe we don't even have to follow a request. That's pretty good. Too good to be true. Listener. It's you who made this episode today so great. Good job. Thank you. And stay tuned. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you guys ever seen that archived National Institute of Health page? It's part of the Morgulon's lore, but I think it's actually a real thing because CDC does, in fact, scrub their public website. And so why not NIH? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Do you guys... Did you all read the story in June of this year? Uh, it was in the New York Times, and it was about monkeypox, our latest bioweapon out of Wuhan. In, it was reported June 7th of this year in the New York Times about 
CDC had scrubbed its website of earlier recommendations regarding the transmission of monkeypox known to be airborne by the CDC, who later scrubs it from their website. This is just reminiscent of the CDC's swift about-face on masks for travelers concerned about monkeypox was reminiscent of its early denials that the coronavirus was airborne. In September 2020, the agency published guidance on airborne transmission of the virus and then abruptly withdrew it just days later. It was not until May 2021 that the agency acknowledged that the coronavirus could, quote, remain suspended in the air for minutes to hours. Listen, this is something we've observed over the course of the pandemic, and I tend to think that it was possibly happening at the CDC and other public health agencies prior to the pandemic. Um, If you believe this is possibly true, well... Let me share with you something that if you haven't seen it before, I think you'll find interesting. Once upon a time, in 2010, someone uh, on Morgulon's exposed website posted the hidden NIH webpage, National Institutes of Health website list, chromosome 1Q42 as responsible for Morgulon's disease. The National Institutes of Health in the United States list Morgulans as a genetically caused disease, specifically due to chromosome 1 duplication, trisomy, of Q4211, Q4212. So we all have 23 chromosomes. Chromosome number 1 is just one of these 23, and within the chromosome itself, it contains thousands of genes. So this is referring to chromosome 1 and then Q4211 and Q4212, I guess, is like gene 42 because there are thousands on a single chromosome. It gets complicated because different systems count the genes in different ways. But um, trisomy or duplication. So a duplication is simply it's when a part of a chromosome is duplicated or present in two copies. Uh, trisomy is when tri meaning three, there's three. So they have three copies of one of the chromosomes instead of two. One well-known example of a trisomy is Down syndrome. That's caused by a trisomy of chromosome 21. So this attributes Morgulons to a duplication or trisomy of chromosome one at the location of the 42nd gene, I think. This is the lore. Take it with a grain of salt and decide for yourself. But there is a browser out there, guys, that's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically an archive. It takes snapshots of the internet all the time. So you can look back and say, what did the internet look like on this date? And you'll see what was there, no matter who takes it down later on. So anyway, um, the National Institute of Health website lists chromosome 1Q42 as responsible for Morgulon's disease. So um, they show the hidden webpage on uh, Morgulon's exposed website, and it says on July 19th of 2006, which remember, when you go back and listen to the CDC press uh, briefing, when they announced the study of Morgulon's, I have an episode about it, we called CDC press brief Morgulon's from June 15th of this year. I would recommend going back and listening to that episode as a refresher or as context if you haven't heard it before. Because they say in 2007, I believe it's when they announced the study, um, maybe the first first of January, I believe, um, that they had been receiving reports of Morgan Lines from all over the country for over a year. 
So, and they're aware of Morgulons, okay? That they're, this is no secret at NIH, CDC. These all operate under the Department of Health and Human Services. These are federal agencies in the United States under the Department of Health and Human Services. July 19th, the page is reported by NIH as last modified. So they updated this page that is screenshotted on the Morgulons Exposed website in 2010. The National Institutes of Health in the United States lists Morgulons as a genetically caused disease included as a phone number to report cases and get disease information. And then there's a parentheses assumption that this information was posted for the medical community. The page was not available to the general public. Of course, this begs the question, to whom was it available and how did Morgulons Exposed get a hold of this screenshotted webpage? So July 23rd, 2007, just three days later, duplication trisomy of 1Q4211, 1Q4212 page was found by Morgulon's victim and posted to the public on internet sites. So y'all feel me? On the 23rd of July, a Morgie found this page and it said on the page it was updated three days ago on the 19th. So then four days later, on July 27th, rapid deletion of all pages by NIH CDC. No traces of this page, including cached copies of this page, are available anywhere except here below. The NIH claims that the web page below was a clerical error. Do you believe them? Well, if the CDC recognized it and blamed it on an error, then that at least means that the screenshot is not a fake or a phony. It actually existed. It was posted on the internet for over a year and became an error only when found and questioned by a Morgulon's victim. According to the NIH website found at aspenses.com, Morgulon's is caused either by either duplication or trisomy of the chromosome 1Q4211Q4212. While we're on this topic, I just want to bring this up. Why isn't there anyone doing genetic research on Morgulon's? I have to go back and look at my 23andMe and see if this is actually true. Why don't you guys go on yours if you've ever had that test done and see if you got anything unusual as well. I've been looking for it, y'all, already. Um, there's different naming systems for these genes on different chromosomes, so I am still figuring it out. I am not a geneticist. I am a psych nurse, um, or I was. So the NIH claims that the web page below was a clerical error. Do you believe them? It was posted on the internet for over a year and became an error only when found and questioned by a Morgulon's victim. According to the NIH website, and I will say that this screenshotted copy of the page is a little bit difficult to read as it is displayed on the Morgulon's exposed website. This is all becoming ancient internet history, y'all. I can only imagine how many deleted pages that we don't know about are now lost forever to the public from CDC and NIH website because, let's face it, frankly, there are so many quote-unquote errors and retractions that we already know about. Hello, monkeypox, uh, COVID-19. Information about chromosome 1, Q4211, Q4212 duplication or trisomy is available from, and then they have a PubMed link, journal, journal articles, that discuss chromosome 1, Q4211, Q4212 duplication, click the link to go to PubMed and review citations in these articles. 
So I'm looking for those articles. I can't really find them, unfortunately. According to the Morgulon's Exposed website, however, reading the articles dating back more than 10 years at pubmed.gov, but recovered in the internet image below, it appears that these articles do not describe the symptoms known from Morgulon's accurately. The NIH website clearly states, to learn more or to report suspected cases, call the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Morgulon's Information and Voicemail Line at 404-718-1199. You guys, I'm about to dial that number right freaking now and see who picks up. Where's my freaking phone? Reached a non-working number. If you're calling the Centers for Disease Control, please call 404 404- All right, well, it definitely was a real number for the CDC. I don't know what kind of you have reached the wrong number message that is only in America, only in government. Would there be the voice of some random secretary who worked for the CDC to pick up when you dial an out-of-service number? I wonder when that number went out of service anyway. So many questions, so few answers, but... I do believe that the answers will come out. I do believe that the government knows more than it's letting on to. When it comes to Morgulon's disease, I do think it's strange that they conducted a study in partnership with Kaiser Permanente, a private health corporation, and with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology on an emerging disease outbreak investigation that has never occurred previous to the Morgulon study, and it has never occurred subsequent to the Morgulon study. It is odd. It was underfunded. Think about it. The whole study was between about $500,000 and $600,000. Do you know how much a pathologist's salary is? Maybe that's irrelevant, but most of the money went to Kaiser Permanente. And for what, again? To collect 115 people's medical records from the previous two years, talk 70 of them into doing a survey monkey, 41 of those who actually saw a doctor, and of those 41 who saw a doctor, 12 had biopsies done, which the CDC itself didn't test even though they had an advanced parasitology identification lab that acted as a consultant to the rest of the nation when there was hard to diagnose cases. But for some reason, all of the samples that contained the foreign materials that we know as morgulons, fibers, specks, glitters, fuzzballs, you name it, that all went for some reason to the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. Interesting we know that the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology was shuttered in 2011. If you go on their website today, it still exists, but it says in red type at the beginning of each page, in accordance with the base realignment and closure, the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology disestablished in September 2011. As a result, the Institute discontinued its consultation mission and no longer accepted cases since March 31st, 2011. As effective April 1st, 2011, all consultation cases must be sent to the Joint Pathology Center uh, in Silver Springs, Maryland. So let's back up here. The CDC announced it was going to do its study of Morgulon's disease on like January 16th, 2008. If the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology, which was partnering with the CDC, shuttered completely and stopped doing any consultation on April 1st of 2011. And let's assume that 70 people take the survey, 40 of those go in for an evaluation in person. And then from those 41 people, I think it actually was, 12 people submitted biopsy samples. So let's just say that they drug their feet for, I don't know, a year 
and didn't get the study really kicked off until 2009. At that point, after 12 months in January of 2009, they should have at least had the study subjects selected and have sent them out the survey. How long does it take to do a survey? So, and then what? We've got from 2009 until the study's results were published in late January 2012. That's four solid years of studying. And let's just say that for some goddamn reason, they didn't select the people that were going to participate in the study until 2009. That still gives them all of 2009 and all of 2010 to conduct this study, which by the way, again, only 41 people were actually looked at by a doctor and only 12 people submitted samples, something like 36 or something like that total actual histology samples. So then, we know for sure that even if it took them two long years to examine 40 people, 41 people, and look at 30-something biopsies from 12 people, this all had to have occurred prior to April 1st, 2011. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, that is nine months before it is January of 2012 when the study results are published showing that eh, nothing going on here, nothing to see here, case closed. Let me ask you something. If I presented to the CDC a study of 70 people taking a survey monkey, 40 who were seen by doctors, and only 12 people submitting histology samples and said, hey, look, I found out what Morgulans is caused by. It's not delusional, it's Borrelia. What do you think they would say? They would say, that's not a large enough study to say anything with certainty. A sample size of 12 or even 41 or even 70 is woefully inadequate to establish scientific truth and close the matter. So how is it that on this basis, they have closed the matter? I wanna know, and we're going to find out. The truth shall set us free, unless we're part of the cover-up. If that's the case, the truth shall hopefully lock your ass up because it ought to be a crime to allow this many people to suffer for this long. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, we just have to jam it out. We'll just jam it out. Yeah.